Today's video is the five benefits that come from getting off that stressful writing wheel. Maybe some of you are on it. This episode is for all of you who think that you can do it all or more dangerous, want to do it all. It's the want, I think, that gets us into trouble. Are you stressed out about writing? Um, about fitting writing into your already really busy, overwhelming writing life? Yeah, that was me. I was trying to get more and more written and do all the author things. You know, there's posts on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and did I leave out one? Twitter and LinkedIn and you know the the author marketing stuff it's it's endless. It just it really is just endless. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> I would say most, well, maybe 95% of my writing and authoring to-do list was self-imposed. Maybe that's like you. It's a self-imposed list. And I wanted to get another book written. I have quite a few books written in that 10-year 10, 10 period. And not too bad for, you know, doing this while having a full-time job. But um, I just wanted to get another book out there and another book out there and another book out there. I wanted more, more, more. I wanted to do another interview with a guest or set up another guest post or set up another $1.99 promotion or do another interview or find another group to join or a Facebook group to join or take another picture to post on, you know, Instagram, something that I set up really cool that I used to do, and yeah, it was too much. 10 years of too much, too much. Maybe you're there, maybe it's not 10 years, maybe it's 20 years, maybe it's only a few years. Anyway, it was 10 years too much, 10 years way too much, and well, yeah, I got a whole lot done. There's that. But you know, it came with a price. It stressed me out and it made me grumpy. Well, maybe not grumpy so much, but we'll talk about that more. But I finally figured out why I was grumpy and less satisfied. And you're probably thinking, Autumn, why did it take you 10 years to figure this out? That was because I was on a writing mission. I had goals. I had a vision board, a dream board, all that stuff. I was going, I was moving, I was, I was on a roll. I was low. I can't speak this early in the morning. I was laser focused on that goal. All really good things. Write more books, write more books, write more books. Do more, do more, be more, do more, be more, write more books. That was my goal. It's good to have goals and a mission statement and, and a vision board. Those were all really great things. And when you have the momentum, you know, you just want to go with it. Now, I want to 
back up a bit here. I did have a few deadlines that were not self-imposed and that was with my traditionally published books, Legends of Lust and Confessions of a Sheba Queen. And those had deadlines not made by me but by the publisher. And for those it was important that I gave those my number one priority. After all, you know, they gave me an advance. <laughs> But the self-imposed deadlines, all those other deadlines, and those timetables I put myself on, they weren't working. And although, now here's the weird part about it, although they were very fulfilling and gratifying, they made me stressed out and anxious. Do you feel this way? Have you in the past? Are you getting there? <laughs> Does it seem like you are on the writing hamster wheel? Are you fixated on the goal of more books? Leave a comment and let me know how many of us are, are out there doing the same thing. Like I said, I felt like I was on this hamster wheel and I found that focusing all my time and energy on just the writer me had a couple negative effects. And maybe they align with the negative effects that you are feeling. One, it gave the other me's short shrift. There's fashionista me who likes to stay current, follow a, and I follow a lot of the Instagram and YouTube, um, you know, fashionistas and fashion blogs. Wasn't doing that anymore. And I love to get dressed up. Okay, put together outfits. What can I say? There was, there's also the girly makeup me. And I like to wander Sephora and look at the latest products and yeah, spend more than five seconds doing my makeup, which is usually the time I was allotting. And I think maybe for this video too, because I'm on my way to school. So is my blush fixed? <laughs> then there's the hole up and read me. And I just bought a beautiful copy of Jane Eyre and I'm going to do a reread re of Jane Eyre, which I haven't read in like 30 years. So I'm just, oh, it's beautiful. I love it. So yummy. This is the copy of Jane Eyre that I got. It doesn't look fabulous. It's got that shiny gold, shiny gold leaf and the pages are nice and thick and kind of glossy. And ooh, it's very, it's a fun read. And I think I'm about 80 pages in right now and enjoying every moment. Then there's cooking me and I like to make food from scratch because it's healthier and I prep my meals for my lunch for schools and I like looking for good recipes and trying out good recipes. Right now I'm looking for one for a really simple tomato soup which I think I found and then I just have a hankering for like red lentil and red pepper soup in, in a nice puree. See there's a cooking me. And then there's the crafty me and I want to repaint furniture and do projects around the house. And then there's the sewing me who has a pile of alterations that are right over there and DIY projects that I'd like to do. And then there's organizer me which would like to like reorganize things especially the garage which don't get me started should be my husband's domain but he's a pack rat so that garage it needs, it needs a lot of organization. It's driving me a little insane. 
Anyway, do you have other creative outlets that you neglect for your for writing more and more and more? I was neglecting all of those other me's. And those things make me happy, they bring me joy, and they they make me enjoy my all too fast weekend plot, you know? So I enjoy it, it makes me happy, brings contentment, and my weekend's too short as it is, so I want to fill it with things that make me you know, feel better when I go back to work on Monday for the nine to five grind. The second thing besides that it took away the other me's was that um, toiling all weekend to get the next book out just made me feel grumpy. And like I said, maybe grumpy isn't the right word, but it was like this unspecified malaise is what I felt going back to work on Monday. You know, Becca Sims also, um, Becca Sims wrote a book, maybe a couple books about this. Check them out. They're, they're good. They're fun. They're easy, fast reads. And it's about trying to do it all and write and realizing you can't do it all and being okay with that. Now, don't get me wrong. I have a huge writer to-do list. I have another three books currently like in my head, swishing around in my head. And I have a, a lot of YouTube topics I still want to discuss with you. I want to make another master's class. I'm really itching to do that. And there just isn't enough time. I have TikToks that I would like to get done. There isn't enough time. There's not enough time in my life right now to do all those things that I would like to do. And if I made the time, if I fit in the time, if I allotted the time, then there wouldn't be time for anything else, all those other me's. You know, also there's sometimes like, you know, babysitting the grandkids me that must get done. <laughs> so all those other me's and doing all those other things and feeling good about the next week was important to me. I finally resigned myself to the hard truth that it is only when I can do all of these things that I feel more satisfied with the day and feel less stress. But I, there's our five, I think I have four or five benefits that I didn't see coming about getting off that writing hamster wheel that I'd like to share with you. So the first is that, and I might take a little bit to get there, is that when I do write, when I do sit down to write, which is between 5.15 and 6 o'clock in the morning, that I actually write, that the story is still there, um, that it's all right there, that the characters are still alive to me. I mean, I do, I am first draft right now, uh, working off an outline, but writing has become effortless. The story didn't go anywhere and I enjoy every moment of it. I'm eager to get up and write and I'm not too drained to write or feeling like it's a chore to write. So number one would be the novel doesn't go anywhere and that's what I realized. It's, it's still all right here. Number two, um, although I'm really eager to get this novel done and maybe as I get into the second draft, I will pick up the pace a little bit, try to add some weekend time or evening time. I don't, I don't know yet. I'm going to see what feels right. What doesn't make me feel drained? What doesn't make me feel like I'm on the writing wheel? Which is number two here. Learning to adjust to life's rhythms to go with the available time, not fight against it. And, you know, then I feel anxious when I do, but to go, 
you know, not, not to feel anxious because I have an event to go into and I'm missing precious writing time, right? But just to go with the flow of my life and writing time. I learned to do that a little bit more, go with the flow. So that's number two. Number three is the third thing is, um, number three, the third thing is embracing all the things that I love to do and understanding that those fill me up and make me more content. It makes, so I guess number three would be embracing all my preferred activities and enjoying them, embracing and enjoying all my preferred activities. Number four is it taught me to be more patient with life. So that's number three. I'm not a patient person at all. I'm getting off the writing wheel, scheduling time for all the things I like to do has made me a bit more, <laughs> a bit more patient with myself and others. I've learned to be okay and not feel stressed or anxious or I got to do it. I got to do it. If I, let's see, if I, pin, let's say I have some hemming to do. If I pin one day, if I iron that crease the second day, and if the third day I can't do it, and the fourth day um, I sew it, you know, I sew the hem in. I'm, I'm learning to be more patient and not think I have to get it all done in one fell swoop really fast because it's cutting in on my writing time. <laughs> Number five is taking care of my mental health because no one else will. We all know that stress is a leading cause of illness, right? You've heard that on a million blogs and read that a million times. You, the thing is our body is set up for um, short bursts of stress, uh, you know, like running from a tiger, whatever. <laughs> being in the freeway, I don't know, <laughs> but not protracted long-term stress. I figure with my two hour commute and my work, that's enough stress in short bursts <laughs> for anybody. And I don't have a particularly stressful job in it of itself. There's just like really stressful bursts of it. And I was heaping way too much other stress on my plate for no reason. It was like, I was overloading myself and, and my body was paying the price. And I was like heaping it on like a hungry person at an all-you-can-eat buffet for $1.99. It was, it was insane. And I was paying the price. My body was paying the price for that. My, my mental health was paying the price for that. And I need this old body to last a while <laughs> so that I can write more books. <laughs> Are you on that go, go, go writing wheel? Did you jump off? What made you get off? I would love to know. Normally maybe it's something that happens or we, something happens in our life when we're like, oh, I gotta get off this writing wheel. Or are you feeling anxious right now because you're watching this and not writing? For me, it wasn't one event that made me get off the writing wheel. It was a slow adjustment kind of thing, very slow. And I finally thought, you know what? I'm okay with getting off of this. And when I do have the time to write and make the time to write, I love it. I embrace it. And I love doing all the other stuff too. If you made it this far, thank you so much. If you haven't already, I would love if you would subscribe. If you're a return viewer, thank you so much for coming back and listening to me yak, yak, yak every week about writing and our writing life. 
click that notify button. If you haven't already, please drop a comment and tell me a little bit about your writing life. Maybe you're not as obsessive compulsive as I am. Maybe you've been on that off that wheel. Maybe you love being on that wheel. Maybe you are just a writer and nothing else. I would love to hear because we're all different and we all need to help each other out in living our best writing life. If you are interested in my master's class, I've got all the information below in my uh, description box. There's a link, there's information, all of that good stuff. And as always, writers, remember to dream, create, and embrace. Embrace all the many yous that make you feel happy and content and enjoy life. Thanks. Bye-bye.